Welcome to the Hope Hotline. It is Wednesday, and today is a good day. I am super happy about today. I don't know why, because it's raining, it rainy, raining here and quite gloomy. But, but not in this girl's heart. There is sun shining like you've never seen before. It's a beautiful day. So let's go, girlfriend. What do we got going on? See, Tracy has a schedule. We got. We okay, got a so, lot. We got a so lot. We have going a lot to do. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to be on task because we have a lot to talk about before we get to the questions. Yeah. So I don't want to make it be like 30 minutes in and I've answered nothing. But if that happens, we've tried. So so how do you want to start this out, Tracy? Let's, let's get everybody to share because Perfect. there's some really cool that. stuff going on. So quickly like, share, subscribe and comment on all of the platforms that you can. Facebook, Rumble, YouTube. If you're on Facebook and you can hop over to Rumble, that would be awesome. Um, we can chit chat over there. We're in there a little bit more. Um, and we've got Black Robe. You can always subscribe there. And um, YouTube's good to subscribe to so you can get the notifications. Um, we have all of our merch available on our website, foundationchurchfl.com. Uh, you just click shop and they're all there, easy to find along with all of our foundation merch and the TLP. So we've got our UBU t-shirt and we also have our spoon. So those are some fun things that are going on specific to the Hope Hotline. We have one more thing we'll get back to, but do you want to head over to this real quick and chit chat about this? Uh, yeah, okay. you can't see what I see. Okay. I'm Here super excited about this. Okay. I cannot tell you how excited I am about this Christmas Eve. Normally we do Christmas Eve Eve. And I know that's screwing up a lot of people because we've done Christmas Eve Eve for over 10 years. And people are like having convulsions over this. Okay. (laughs) Mentally, they are having a hard time wrapping their minds around that we are not doing Christmas Eve Eve service. But we're not. We're doing Christmas Eve service. And that is because... Christmas Eve is on Sunday night. And listen, so what's going to happen is, is you will go to church on Sunday morning at Foundation Church. Then you will come back at 7 o'clock for the Christmas Eve service. That means you have enough time because we're not going to open up the Caboose Cafe Christmas Eve. That Sunday morning after church, everybody goes home. You'll go home. You'll have a nippy-nappy Oh, <laughs> Heather just Heather just says I'm not going home. That is a truth. Probably that is more fact than we all know. <laughs> Heather will be living here pretty much the whole entire weekend. But so um, so you'll go home. You'll take a nap. You'll have time to eat dinner with your family. You'll come back at seven o'clock to uh, come to the Christmas Eve service. Now I'm going to tell you, people, you might not want to wait until seven o'clock to show up. Even though we have a big church and there's plenty of seats, Heather, how many people have already registered to come? 343 people oh have gosh. registered to attend the Christmas Eve service. So you might want to wow. show up a little bit early to get a really good seat. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to tell you right now, outside of my husband's preaching last year, <laughs> yeah, I was not happy with the Christmas Eve service. Okay, And it's not because the talent wasn't there. It wasn't what I wanted. Okay. I was not happy. That is, listen, in August, I always start praying and preparing for Christmas Eve. And what happened was, is September 28th came around, 
Ian kicked our keisters, and everything that I wanted to do for Christmas Eve flew right on out the window. And then we started prepping and preparing and fixing. What are you two girls laughing at over there? I can see you. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You can't say. Our faces. Your faces? You look like Talia and you look at you're you're like Talia and Norma right now. I we know. don't know when she puts us back so, on and we're usually like in the middle of something funny or our, oh, we, our okay. weird face or and the issue well, I can is see you too. the issue is they're watching it but it's like behind a little bit because <gasps> of the streaming. So they for, they don't realize. So I'm gonna have to be like <laughs> You're like straighten up. Sorry. Like these stragglers. Okay. Okay. So back to the more important things. I'm getting off of these two yeah. yahoos we'll over here. Right Stay on, though. You can <laughs> oh, stay okay, on okay, or okay. not. Or oh, not. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. We'll get back to we'll you. We'll come back. We'll come back. So here's the thing. This year's Christmas Eve, because I was not happy with last year's Christmas Eve, this year is like, every year we do it different. Every year it's never the same. Um, we, I like to think that we just take her up some notches every year. That's, but this year is one for the books. That's all I'm going to tell you. So you do not want to miss this year's service. I'm just saying, I'm a tough critic. Am I a tough critic? I'm looking at Heather. Am I a tough critic? 100%, 100% she said. Now, it may be 100 oh my God. That is true. She ain't lying. But Heather, you're a tough critic. Would you say this year is like off the chain? She said 100% that she's a tough critic. Would you say this year is pretty dang good? <laughs> I did tell you all the details. Okay, based on what you know, do you think that it's it's really really great? Absolutely, Absolutely she yes. said. I don't know what she's talking about because I think she knows everything. What are you talking about? You don't know every. Oh, you don't know all the songs and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Now I need to t- have a personal conversation with Heather. <laughs> okay. One moment, please. What are you talking about? You don't know everything. Like you know all the big stuff. Okay. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're going to have to have a conversation after say. this because I have to make sure she's informed. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm just saying, 343? 343. That's a lot. Get to registering. Is that registration? Oh, so you're going to go to foundationchurchfl.com, okay. yep. go to events, then go to Christmas Eve. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss. It's pretty dang good. Go ahead. Next. So we put the registration link in all of the um, chats, and then they'll be in the caption, too. And it will be live streamed. So if you don't live in in and around the area, we are live live streaming it as well. Yes. So you won't even have to miss it that way either. Perfect. I'm I'm happy. We we live stream every every time, Mm -hmm. but sometimes, like last year, I don't even know if it was worth live streaming. Outside of, like, it was good preaching and good singing, but, like, I had, like, what I have up here... For what was happening, supposed to happen last year is probably going to happen next year, because I can't, I couldn't even do it this year, because okay. we're still recovering. It's still going. <laughs> okay, we're going to still true. kill it. Let me just tell you. Go ahead. Okay. So next. what? What? Oh, there next. we go. Okay. So listen, we have a we have a Whoville breakfast coming up. Now you're going. Why are you doing all these advertisements? Because I have to clarify some things. The Whoville breakfast coming up on December sixteenth. Listen, lots of fun. I'm actually going to have the actual factual, like Mickey Mouse, Grinch. Now it does, now how do I, I don't want to ruin it. I'm just going to say, because I was about to ruin Mickey Mouse. So let's not do that. Just listen, we're going to, it's going to be fun for the kids. 
<laughs> Shut up over there, Heather. <laughs> it's going to be a great time for the kids. They're going to have a great time. But it is for Foundation Church kids only. So unless you attend this church, I hate to say it, but you're, we have limited seating. We don't have enough space to make it a community-wide thing. If I could, I would. But right now, on, my, on the way here to the podcast, my husband's sitting there saying to me, how in the world are you going to only... Are you going to have enough seats for however many kids we got right now? And I'm going to have to sit down there, sit down and figure that out. But if you come to Foundation Church and you're one of our kids, then make sure your parents register you, sign you up. Families are welcome or just whoever can bring you, but you have to come with an adult. So uh, sign up, but you have to come to Foundation Church in order to come because we've had some people sign up that do not come. And they want to come, and I wish I could have them come, but I can't. Boom. Boom. So plan on coming. You're gonna. The kids are gonna love it. Um, Perfect. I don't remember the. I don't remember the menu. Okay. I mean, I know it's pancakes, bacon, and eggs, but there's like fun names for each one of them. I don't remember, but it's good enough. That's good enough. Good, Perfect. Good food. Good fun. Perfect. What's next? Okay, so this is a very exciting, fun thing that we're going to be doing this year. And it is oh, yes. a chance to win Hope's favorite things. Dun, dun. <laughs> All right, so this is how it goes. Every single podcast that we have from today going forward, we are going to show you guys these gifts. But all of the gifts are covered, and underneath every single gift is one of Hope's favorite things. So, for example, today, one of Hope's favorite things that she has is a Longhorn Steakhouse gift card. And the reason why it's a gift card is because it's not a normal thing that she loves. It is <laughs> the chocolate Ride stampede. Ride cowboy. It's the chocolate <laughs> stampede. Hope loves this thing. So much that she would go to a steakhouse just for dessert. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, Longhorn's not bad. Listen, yeah. Ruth Chris has been disappointed. Has disappointed me twice. God bless them, but I've not been happy the last two times I went there. Prime, stinking eggs. I mean, they they smell. They are not doing good at all. Would you, would you agree, Vanessa? Vanessa is a prime lover. Yeah, and we haven't been lately. Nice and close. I don't go. Every, I haven't been lately because. Same. It's just not. Yeah. You went to Ruth Chris. Pretty I bad. Did. It was pretty bad. It was bad. Like her husband and Heather both had. To, they asked you guys. You didn't. You weren't going to volunteer it. They asked. They asked the waitress asked how it was. And both of them were like, eh, not good. They comp. They comped you guys, which I applaud them for comping. But mine stunk. Everybody at the table except for Tracy. Yeah, mine was Tracy awesome. loved hers, but it was it her was birthday. birthday yeah. So God bless. <laughs> if anybody's had to be good, it had to be her. Exactly. It was, it's all about Tracy that night. Always. No, not always. <laughs> Just okay. that night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go back to the stampede. So Longhorn. Yes. Listen, I I love Longhorn. Yeah, I yeah. have not been disappointed with Longhorn steak, but I will tell you that stampede. And I, it's so funny because they call it the stampede because it just can't. It's just not good enough for one cow or horse or whatever it's meant for. I don't know. But I'm just telling you guys, save room because I tell you, was that ice cream divine? It was so good, she said. And I'm telling you, that cake, I took it home and my son gobbled it up like that. 
I ate half of it, and I took the cake home, and Talia ate the other side of the ice cream. It is huge. It is worth every dang dime, and you will not be disappointed. It's de-flippin'-vine. Okay. I'll go there just for the dessert. Look, and it gets its own moment. Look at that thing. <sighs> it's that It's it's that big. I mean, obviously, it's bigger than that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not small pieces. You can share it. You don't feel like you're being robbed. Like, Tom never shares squat with me. And I'm just telling you, that he would share, because it's so big. He does not share anything, ever. That, it, but that he looks, would share, it, and he would be totally fine sharing. It looks amazing, and it looks 100% worth you it. 100% worth it. So basically what we're going to do is every day we'll unlock another gift. And the way that you'll be entered in to win these gifts is every podcast, there is going to be a secret word that Hope is going to say. She's going to let you know it's the secret word because you have to collect all of the words throughout the rest of these podcasts. It's going to be 10 podcasts, so we that will leave us to Friday the Friday before Christmas. And every single word that Hope says when she says, this is the secret word. And let's say she says it's Boston. And then you need to write down the timestamp when she says it. So I don't need, do, do they have to write down the timestamp? Why do they have to write down the timestamp? Okay. They don't have to, but I don't know. Do they have to? Well, but Oh, is that why? Oh, you can't hear Heather, but that's yeah, a way to prove like, that you've watched the episode. Maybe if they're looking on their friend's paper, like cheating. We oh, don't do cheaters. Oh. So, cheaters yeah. go to hell. <laughs> In case you didn't so, know. I mean, if you want to go to hell, you cheat. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Okay, so this, these secret words, there's 10 of them, and they will lead to a phrase. So when you get that phrase, you'll need to send it to us in an email, and then... If you have the full phrase, then your name will be entered into win. So if you want to say today's secret word, since we'll make it a little easy on the first time, do you want to say the secret word today? Yeah, I'll say the secret word today. Right now? So you, I can do yeah, it right now? Let's do it right now. Make so it easy on So the secret word for today, and can I give them the timestamp? No, you can't, but, you can, but they can do it. They'll pause it. The second you say it, they're going to pause it. Okay. Ooh, and then... Timestamp doesn't show when you watch live. And it also, it, okay, thank okay, you for saying okay. that. But you yeah, know what? You, I, if I say the timestamp, maybe that'll help it. Yeah? Heather's saying yeah. Okay. Oh, what time it is, like, in this moment? Like, you're, what are you going to, where do you see the timestamp? Like, the one down there? Down there. Three, okay, okay. You can, yeah. Say what time it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got to <laughs> That three looked like an eight. And how I think I still need to look at to make sure it doesn't say eight, I do not know. Oh, my gosh. What a... I was about to say... I was just about to say another secret word, but I'm not. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. So the secret word at 315 is on. Perfect. So start collecting... Oh, come back over here. So start collecting these words. Keep them somewhere safe. And... um. We're gonna we're gonna. So when you them say all. safe, put them in a safety deposit box. Yes, because this is like I mean, you're getting a whole <laughs> basket of all of Hope's favorite things. And if you lose the one word, I guess you have to go back and watch the podcast all over again. So you can watch the replay. You can watch whatever you need to do. You just need to collect all the words. So sometimes it'll be at the beginning. Sometimes it'll be end. You sometimes never know. it'll be in the middle. Never know. Okay. Yeah. Well, we obviously, but we're not always going to have it around the same. Right. Time. Right. Correct. Right. Okay. Exactly. 
Alrighty, so. Rue. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We got still got something really fantastic. We do. Okay. Are you introducing it or am I introducing it? Um, I would love to introduce it. I'll let you introduce it. Okay. So we were um, hanging out one day. No. Recently. We hanging out. No. It was your birthday dinner. <laughs> we were hanging out one day on my birthday dinner. I'm trying to do it very secretive. And I found out some really awesome in- information that one of uh-huh. my like best friends uh-huh. is famous. Uh-huh. Oh. I knew. <laughs> Something needed to change. Oh, and I knew if we were going to be successful in this, we had to do it together. Yeah, so we've been a real big support, you know, from our first day juicing up until now. And we went out and got a juicer and got some vegetables and, and started juicing a healthy lifestyle of Keep eating the right way. Oh, look at their and juicing family. to be there for our families in every way we can. Just having the energy to run around with them is Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just oh, thankful. look at the tears. Oh, he's there for her. Just okay. like a Hallmark movie. Yes. So, I'm, Vanessa. That's wrong. Vanessa, <laughs> they should have never told us no. this. You should have seen the us biggest a, mistake ever. Hope across the table was like, podcast. I'm like, I, <laughs> I thought I died and went to heaven. I know. I'm not going to lie. I flippin' thought I died and went to heaven when I saw that video. I'm like, it does not get any better than this. That was so, so Vanessa, why don't you tell everybody oh, how that came to be? I don't even know. We were talking, and all of a sudden, juicing came up as a subject. And then something She unlocked. didn't lose all the weight from juicing, for the record. <laughs> and then... I unlocked a memory and I mentioned it and Jeff is like, I bet I can find that video. And I'm like, yeah, right. This thing is like 10 years old. He'll never find this video. Sure enough, two minutes later, Infomercial. They're famous. They were on an infomercial. <laughs> for real. They got a free juicer for it. Mm-hmm. We did. She, she did not lose weight from the juicer, <laughs> mind you. And that wasn't pregnancy pounds. That's just her. Now, <laughs> this is her. Oh my like, god. Like, I, I will tell you. People that say they can't lose weight, you didn't do any gastro bypass or anything. No. And not that if you did that, I'm um, messing with you. I'm not. But I'm just saying, there's something to be said for good old-fashioned losing weight. And like a normal person. Like, pick something and then just be Stick consistent. with it. Yeah. Unlike but- them who have left me, and I'm all by myself now, <laughs> exercising, every day by myself. All of them have left me. The only one who has a legitimate reason is Heather because of Heather. <laughs> Heather's not even wearing high heels right now, which is saying so. So they, they asked me today in the gym, like, where's all your friends? No, uh-huh. I, I love to know that. I said, well, actually, the only person that legitimate, legitimately <laughs> has no reason to be in here right now is Heather. I said, and listen, if she ain't wearing her high heels, something's wrong. I feel like Vanessa's been the consistent. The girl never doesn't wear high have heels. Have you not She's been like going? Me. I have been going. Yeah. You're no, you have not been going. Just not this week. Just not this week. <laughs> How many days did you go last week, Vanessa? Two. That's good. Two? There's five, seven days, five of them. How many days did you go a week before that, Vanessa? I don't even know. Yeah, Probably one. three. Probably three. Yeah, I told oh, you. Yeah, she went Friday because I had a contractor at my house. But normally, <laughs> I'm all by myself. Like today, it was me and the homecoming queen. That's homecoming who it was. Queen. Just the homecoming queen. Me and the homecoming queen. But tell us about that shirt. Tell us about what shirt? Being oh, consistent in shirt. the gym. Listen, I ain't been able to wear this shirt in a really long time because my fat arms couldn't get in it without Ooh. busting seams. And that's what happens. Girls in it today. When you stay consistent. 
If you stay consistent, like my pants that I wore on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I literally could have pulled them down <laughs> without undoing the buttons, mm-hmm. which I did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> when I got home, except for I forgot my son was present because I was trying to show, Tom, look, I can pull these down without even up. Oh, yeah. Which gosh. I stopped just in time. But you, everybody got the point. I literally can pull my pants down without unbuttoning them. You are so And funny. I wore those six months ago in PA when I spoke. Those same exact pants. And they were tight. <laughs> Thus the reason why I was thinking about doing lipo. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was gosh. convinced, don't do it. Uh, and I didn't. That's so funny. And there we go. Voila. Okay. Voila. We did so it. So we've, we've had an exciting little morning. Yeah. Or, excuse me, afternoon. Yes. So oh, my much gosh. Fun stuff. So anybody on Sunday, if you attend Foundation Church, Feel free to ask Vanessa for her autograph. Oh my God. She's a star. You guys are wrong. You guys She's are a star. Wrong. Hey, I was ha- waiting to see your face. I, know. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. She's like, like where's she oh, going what's, this, with what's this video we see? She That's, had I was no trying not to say idea. too much information. Yeah. We have a lot of people so, asking to see it again. So can we do oh, it? Oh, yeah, let's can do it, we again? Do it as an outro. Because it goes so fast. I no, agree. I think we need it right okay, now. Right now. Right now. We could. Hey, should we post the link? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's post the link. Okay, we'll post the link. But let's play it again. And then let's play it one more time. Let's Here play we go. It again. Here we go. Just so you can get a good okay. glimpse. Oh, restarting. Let's do it. Here we go. I knew something <laughs> needed to change. And I knew if we were going to be successful in this, we had to do it together. Yeah, so we've been a real big support. You They're know, undercover. That's not even their last name. Up until now. They're undercover and for the we juicing out, company. Got a juicer, got some vegetables, <laughs> and started juicing well, a healthy you know, lifestyle of eating the right way and juicing to be there for our families in every way we can. Just having the energy to run around with them is just- Look at her run. Look at her run. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm thankful. There it is, right there. (laughs) I am so thankful. That's what gets me, (laughs) the acting. There's no tears. Thankful. Just the rubbing of the eye. You think that's legit, Heather? Uh, Heather thinks it's legit. I see no tear. The loving Hallmark moment is definitely legit. I can promise you that. Yeah, Jeff responds like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, like you guys are C actors. You're not even equivalent to Hallmark level actors. Oh no, man. That's Look saying that. something. What a moment. That's pretty rough. What a moment. What year was <sighs> that? That made my day. Like 10 years ago. Mm. All right. Are we ready for the questions? Let's do this. Okay. I do not want the air condition turned off. I just want it turned down a smidge. Okay. Just a smidge. Because girls cold. Let's figure out whatever the good temperature is. Like not where it's like in, I'm in an ice box. And let's stick with that one. Okay. Every single podcast. Because my fingers feel like they're about to break off because they're popsicles. All right. Emma toes. Let's go. Now, this question, I was asked to have the peanut gallery join in and give their opinion. Okay? I, I probably, I can't answer this question. I'm going to be honest with you because I don't do this. But it says, I've been driving back and forth to healing school from River Church in Tampa. If you're ever looking to go to a really good, if you need healing in your body or if you want to learn about healing, it's two weeks. And I can't remember... It's for two weeks, and it's every three months, I think. It's not once a month, is it? It's not once a month. Uh, Tracy will look it up really quick, but um, 
the healing school at, at, at the river is really, really good. And um, the pastor that does the healing school, which is uh, Pastor Ryan, fantastic. So this person's been going to the healing school from the river church in Tampa. Um, and they want to find some stations with good Christian music. Can you pull the other team members to provide some decent options? I am afraid to tell you there are none. There are none. First of all, they're woke. Like the Joy FM, woke as woke can be. Plus, I play all the same music all the time. I don't know of any good Christian radio stations at all. None. I stopped listening to Christian radio at least 10 years ago. At least now what I would do if I were you, I don't know if your car can do this, but I would get like Spotify or I, I do. My kids make fun of me, but I do Pandora. Um, <clears throat> Tracy laughs. I do Pandora. I do Spotify. But that's so funny because I do Pandora and my kids are like, "Ooh, this is a great song from a while ago, but it's not been overdone. So like when you listen to it, you're actually like, oh, I haven't heard this song in a long time and I'm not sick of it because it's not been worn out by the radio station. Um, so I do Pandora, Spotify. Um, there are some other ones, but I would find, uh, like they have, like, if you like a certain style, some people love Chris Tomlin, right? So you can type in on Pandora, Chris Tomlin worship, and it'll play all Chris Tomlin songs. So you'll get a lot of him, but not only that, then they'll, they'll have a list of songs. Like they'll start playing all these songs that are like in his in his vein, his genre of, of style. And that's how I found a lot of really great um, artists that sometimes it's not even people you've heard of before. And they're so stinking good. But what's great about Pandora is if you don't like it, you hit the thumbs down and it, transfers, it changes it to another song so you don't have to sit there and listen to something you hate. And you can pay for a subscription and there's no commercials, but I don't do that. I just listen to the commercial because it lasts less than 30 seconds. So I really don't care. Girls, what do you say? Um, I have some information about the healing school real quick, if you want me okay, to say go that. Ahead. Um, it's every month. The recent one was November 6th to November 17th. The next one's December 4th to December 15th. And supposedly it's every month after that. It's just not on their website right now. Um, but December 4th to the 15th is there, just so we don't forget. I usually turn on YouTube and because I've listened to certain songs, oh my gosh, um, I never thought about YouTube. It just yeah. automatically like catches my, what I like. Um, and then also like if it's on the TV, like I can see the worship part of it. And I like that. Heather says she does that too. You can't okay. hear Heather cause she's sitting yeah. on the opposite side and, um, she doesn't have a microphone, yeah. but she does it too. I didn't know that about YouTube. Yeah. So you do that too, Logan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I do. You do YouTube too? Okay, mm -hmm. explain this to me one more time how it works. It just takes you to the next song, to the mm -hmm. next song, to the next yep. song. And if you don't like it, skip it. But it starts to track Eventually. what you listen to. Right. And it makes your playlist. Yeah, but if you're... You, you Heather that. makes her own playlist. But yep. then you have to watch the videos, right? I pay for YouTube, so no. Oh, you pay for YouTube, so no. And no, I I'm not talking about the... The ads, like, don't they play the videos on YouTube? Yeah, like the music it? video. So, yeah. Do you have to have it like that? 
Um, well, I, you, they like, all, so mine oh, they're stays, all like that. Yeah, mine stays open and I just listen to it and I'm okay. like wa- wandering around or in the car. I like I'll have it playing and yeah, the video's playing, but I don't. So it's not like Pandora, which just, or a podcast where right, it's strictly right, right. Yeah, voice. no, no. It, it's you can still watch a video. and yeah. listen. YouTube yeah. okay. is on my TV at home. So if I'm cleaning, right. doing stuff around the house, the videos are playing. I'm not watching, but the music's going on. <sighs> yeah. But usually the videos are live. So it's right. very like, it's. You can watch good. if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Or You're hooked. Just, they're they're free flowing. They're worshiping, yeah. and it just consumes your house. Huh. Mm-hmm. I just got a text from Jolene, and she said it's every month. Yeah. Tell her. Tell her. I said thank you for that. Um, I thought it was, but then I thought that they started doing it uh, once a quarter. Yeah. I for some sure. reason, I thought they had changed it, but yeah, I might be sure. wrong. I, mean, I I don't know where I heard that. Yeah. It's it's all me. That's never happened. Jolene's, I think, been once or twice. So Yeah, so that's what we do. Um, somebody asked about K-Love. Do you know much about K-Love? What, what's K-Love? Okay. A, a Heather just said it's better than Joy LFM. Where, where do you listen to K-Love? Is that out of Tampa or at Fort Myers? Uh, no, I think it's like, I think it's. The Catholic State. Is that K-Love? The Catholic Station? 90.5 is the Catholic Station, and they play better music than Joy FM. Joy FM is very commercial and they're very woke. So you've said that a bunch and I never really caught on to it until a few weeks ago because it's just automatically on my car. So uh-huh. if I don't want to hook up my radio and I'm driving two miles, I listen yep. to it. But mm-hmm. they were talking about politics mm-hmm. and they were saying like, it's totally okay to be a Democrat. And, mm-hmm. oh, and I was just like, but it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not. Oh, big COVID. COVID cavers. Yeah. They loved COVID. They were all about make being a computed community partner and very accommodating. Well, it's all about not offending because they're run by True. sponsor dollars. Okay. And to me, it'd be far better to speak truth than but maybe that's how they feel. I don't I'm not supporting somebody who's into that. I won't even listen to you. I have no no time time for it. At all. But yeah, super. But listen, they've been woke a really long time. They were weak before COVID. I couldn't even bear them. Plus, they're so flipping cheesy. I cannot bear it. Like they are the cheesiest bunch <laughs> of. I'll stop there. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Great idea. YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do Spotify. Yeah. Or so my lots. Mm-hmm. My kids do Spotify. They're not. What did you do? Apple Music, mm-hmm. I do a lot of Apple Music, actually. Mm-hmm. That's true. But you have to have an Apple subscription mm-hmm. to really get the good stuff. Whereas Pandora, it doesn't matter. Spotify, it doesn't matter. If you don't subscribe, you're going to get the same exact thing as you would. And is and is YouTube the same way? I would think it is. Do you have a subscription to YouTube? Yeah. So if Heather, yeah. And do you have a subscription to YouTube, do. Logan? I just don't ever use You don't TV. use it? You don't have it? So they're playing basically the same thing, just mm-hmm. like Pandora and Spotify, but you mm-hmm. can actually watch it. Yeah. That's what I tell you to do, buddy. I know who this is. It's a guy. That's <laughs> what I'm going to tell you to do. You have to be specific on Spotify, like you said. You can't just put in Christian music. You have to like hone in on an artist that you really like. Yeah, but they're the songs, though. Like, it'll give you everything. It's just yeah. like I said with Pandora. You want to like put mm-hmm. in like a name so that mm-hmm. it follows that that so kind of the genre Christian you like. Songs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part because like an Apple Music, like I know what I like, so I know where just where to go. Mm-hmm. But if you're wanting new mm-hmm. and 
that's where Pandora really pans off, pans out for me because sometimes there's stuff that, like even with Christmas and stuff like that, I have found stuff that I would have never found if I didn't mm-hmm. listen to Pandora. Yeah, I know. I used to listen to it all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like shockingly good. But some mm-hmm. of them are people you, you nobody even has heard yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, And yep. it's like, because they, they only play the same people on Christian radio. Mm-hmm. And I get sick of that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Whoever they like is whoever they play. Yeah. Whoever does the brown nosing the most kisses up enough, you get played. Mm. So it's all about it's all about who you know and all that other stuff. Whereas on Pandora it doesn't really much matter. Mm-hmm. So all right. So uh anything to add on that? Nope, me neither. Okay, let's go to the the, the next question. Um and I got thirty minutes. So I'm gonna see if I can't Get through all of my questions today. I'm not quite sure if I can, but let's try it. I'm going to finish up on the one, um, the ones that I got in the, on the really long sheet. Um, the next question is, once Satan, the Antichrist, is turned loose on the earth, will we still have power over him in Jesus' name? So the Antichrist is also called the beast, and he is revealed in Revelation 13, which Revelation 13 is where you're starting to see the mark of the beast, um, which is one world order, which is one world currency, things like that. And chapter 14 is where um, some people believe that pre-trib happens, or not pre-trib, well, yeah, pre-trib. If you're a mid-tribber, that's where you believe uh, the Christian will be taken because it says the son of man, son of man in, in chapter 14 it says the son of man will be seen in the clouds. And th- that's where the angels, he tells the, uh, the angel to reap for the harvest. And then he tells the other angel to uh, take the, uh, the chaff for it to be burned. Um, but then there's people who believe this is where if you're a pre-tribber, then this is where you believe in these verses is where, um, and I don't know if all pre-trib believe this, but this is where, like, you've been left behind. Those people that were left behind at the original rapture, they believe this is where people will be beheaded, and then they can, if they've asked Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, that this is their second chance to get saved and then go to heaven because that's where they won't take the mark, so they'll be killed and martyred. Am I correct on that? Mm-hmm. All right, say it one more time. So if this is where pre-tribs... Tribbers believe that it's a second chance for those who didn't make it and the rapture, the first rapture. Well, yeah, there is a chance that they could. They could get saved. Can get and saved. And then yeah. because they don't take the mark. Right. And Yeah, they, that's what they, that's what I've been taught. But mm-hmm, I just want to make sure. But I've never, I've never, like, I've only heard theories on that. Mm-hmm. But not everybody shares that theory that's a pre-tribber either. Right. So, oh, yeah. like. There's so much. Huh? There's so many different theories. There's so many different theories. Yeah. So that's where I'm like. I know. I want to make sure that I actually have that's where the spot is because, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. you're pretty sure. I, yeah, I think yeah. That, that sounds right. I think that's what the Left Behind series even. Right. Like the movie, have you ever? Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in the day, there was the Left Behind series where it was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that one? Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, my gosh. That one before Kirk Cameron? Way before Kirk Cameron. Tracy, try how, and how find that. It? Try and find that on. It's the seventies. It, I don't know if it was called video. Left Behind. Okay. But if you look it up, um, like, listen, they sing even "You've Been Left Behind." 
the song You've Been Left Behind. Have you ever heard that song? Mm-mm. One man going up a hill, the other one something. I can't. It's, 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 uh, it scared the crap out of me. I ain't going <laughs> to lie to you. I was like 10 years old. And my parents, we, we go to church that night, and they're showing the left behind. Is it A Thief in the Night? A Thief in the Night. Okay. Yeah, because it says film series. A Thief in the Night. I, I, I saw have. the first, first one. Okay. Scared the crap out of me. And The Thief in the Night, that's what happens. The rapture takes place. Yeah. The woman's husband goes to heaven. She's get, she gets left behind. She gets saved, and then she gets her head chopped off because she won't take the mark of the beast. Now, they didn't, like, back in the day. And then they have a song that goes with it. I used to sing that song all the time because, oh, my gosh, I remember one time. I digress. I remember one time I came home from school, and everybody was supposed to be home by then. Nobody was there. I was scared to death. I thought for sure the rapture took place and I was left behind. Kids, you know, I literally was like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? I thought I was saved. (laughs) Scared to death until my brother walked through. I'm like, where have you been? You, you were supposed to be home. He stayed after Fernand murals or something like that. I mean, scared the crap out of me. Either both of us are left behind. I'm highly mistaken. Yeah. Highly mistaken. I feel like everyone has that story that grew up in the church. <laughs> yeah. I had a plan B, just in case. Turn, her, I turn were... her on. She's on. So oh, she... oh, sorry, sorry. No, you didn't. I was looking for the song. I can't find it. What was your plan B? <laughs> <laughs> If I were left behind, I had a plan. I was I was going to get my head chopped off so that I can get into heaven. But I know. Listen, I was like nine. Okay. That okay. makes sense for a nine-year-old. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. Not that you were 16 or something. Because you got married at, what, 18? <laughs> I was a child's bride. <laughs> 14. Were you 17? <laughs> I think you were 18, right? 18 or 19? No, I was 22. You were 22? Yeah. Oh, you were way older than I thought. I thought you were like 19 years old. That makes me feel better about you getting pregnant on your honeymoon night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that had been rough. Literally. I got home and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I have the song. I think I have the song. Oh, my gosh. You right. are kidding me. You can't hear it. You tried yeah, to do this before. <laughs> It's my mic. No, I couldn't hear it before. Is this it? Hold on. You got to turn that up. I can barely hear it. Oh, okay. See? I'm not going to. <laughs> I can, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Heather's waiting. I can, but I won't. Oh man. I wish we'd I was all gonna harmonize for one moment and then I thought I thought about it and I went, No, no, you're not. No. Okay. What'd you say? Uh, I wish we'd all been ready. Uh-huh. Composed by Larry Norman. So go look that song up and um Go to sleep to it. Get ready. (laughs) Be ready. Go to sleep to it. So that song was the one that like freaked you out or the movie freaked you out? Uh, Both, but really the movie. (laughs) Like I sang that song for forever because I was, I was, I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm okay. 
I'm not a big proponent of scaring people into to salvation. Yeah. I don't like that because I feel like it's a temporary, it's mm-hmm. an emotional response yes. to something. And guess what happens when mm-hmm. the emotion wears off? You just go back to life. Mm-hmm. You do. You know, yeah. do you, does it stick? Some people it does. Yeah. Like I know somebody that was near and dear to me, they've gone to be with the Lord now. They went and saw the passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. They actually got saved. They actually stayed saved. But that doesn't normally, that's not normally how it happens. Yeah. Emotions our feelings and they once they're gone mm-hmm. yeah. you you don't normally stick with the decisions you make because that emotion and feeling is gone so i'm not a big proponent of using fear to win the lost i'm a big proponent of sharing the gospel it's the too good to be news you know true it, the gospel stands for too good to be true news so if you can share the gospel in I believe that everybody should know why you need to be saved, and that is so that your sins are forgiven because your sin will cause you to go to hell. But, and I think that's super important that you understand that without that forgiveness, you're not going. But I think there's more, a bigger proponent to it, which is understanding that sin keeps you and divides you from Jesus Christ but also understanding why Jesus came to this earth and everything that he gave up, the sacrifice that God made when he sent um, Jesus, and then the sacrifice that the Holy Spirit makes to dwell with us until Jesus comes back. I mean, there's so many promises. There's so many blessings. There's so many good proponents of being a believer that it should be the thing. It should be the thing that propels you to wanting to be saved, not for fear of getting your head chopped off <laughs> or being left behind. You know, I think that if that's if fear speaks to you and that's how you respond to things, everybody responds differently. But I just feel like emotional decisions are never kept. It's when you literally stop, evaluate. And then respond. That's when you truly stick to it. If you really evaluate why you're doing something and like, it's like friendships, right? When I've had friends that I've liked and then I've had friends that I didn't like, but (laughs) shut up, Heather. (laughs) Uh, And then I've had people that I really, I love. Well, those are no brainers, right? The the people that you truly love, it's no brainers. You're not having to look at the pros and the cons and saying, is this somebody that I really want to be friends with? Um, Then there's people that are are good people. And you sit there and go, okay, am I, like to be a friend is an investment. So pros and cons, is this a worthy investment? See, I think that that's where Christianity, when people truly look at, their life with him, their life without him. And they say, pros and cons. What am I giving up? What am I adding? Okay, I am adding hugely to become a believer. I'm going that direction. Then they stick with it because they've looked at all things and they've decided they've made a rational, logical decision instead of deep diving into something and then finding out, well, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Right. And so that emotional decision kicks them out. It's two emotional decisions. You know, I just, I, but this girl ain't ruled by her emotions. I'm sometimes uh, ruled by other things, but like I'm not a crier. 
I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not all that, those kinds of things. So you're not going to, I'm not ruled by fear, things like that. Now, anger is a whole different bird. <laughs> I do get mad. I do mm-hmm. get irritated. And I do get agitated. And I, and I can, and I love being happy. But like fear and things like that, they don't rule and reign me. I don't live like that. So I'm not going to probably make an emotional decision based on that. But there are mm-hmm. a lot of people who do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why COVID worked. Mm-hmm. Because people are ruled by fear. And, they're, and that's how they make their decisions. Mm-hmm. And then they regret their decision because they let an emotion or a feeling rule and reign them. And then they have to fix it or stick with it. Some people are sticking with COVID because of pride. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. But I would just say, like... Let's go back to this question because I'm all over the place. <laughs> I, know. I was about to go. I, just, I was about to. I was just say. I was just going to say. I, I'll just say this, but then I went. If I just say one more thing, I don't go back to this question, and I'll, we'll be off somewhere else. So let's just look at this. Um, go back to the question because I forgot. Um, once, once Satan. Oh, okay. Once Satan the Antichrist is turned loose on Earth, will we still have the power over him in Jesus' name? Let's look. Um, um, let's look at Job. Okay, so when Job was on this earth, how that worked is, and, and, I, and I know this is an Old Testament principle or an Old Testament story, so you can say, well, that's the Old Testament. But I still think that you can use the scripture that, that, um, that things are, the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? The word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God allowed Satan to test Job, Right? And we have the ability to pass the test, just like um, we're, we're going to sit there and go, well, if the Antichrist is turned loose, how do we have power over him? Well, Job had the ability to succumb to his circumstances and the situations, like all of his family being killed and taken, all of his cattle all of his land, everything, everything that Job loved, knew. I mean, he was very wealthy. Everything, his finances, everything, gone in a blink of an eye. And in those moments, he had the ability to turn on God and reject him. Now, what Job did is he questioned things, but he did not ever turn his back on God. And that's where we will be the same way. When we are put through the test, we can count on, rely on, and speak the name of Jesus to help us get through those times. You may go through some valleys. You, you know, it, it, the word is very clear that you'll, go, you'll face many trials in this lifetime, but I will deliver you from them all. It doesn't say except in Revelation 13. We'll face many trials in this lifetime, but I will deliver you from them all. Victory is always around the corner. It is always there. Just depends on if you quit depends on if you reject whatever you're going after or whatever you're standing on. So whatever comes your way, if you stand on the word and you fight the good fight and you stand on Jesus' name, I believe you will be able to use the name of Jesus. He won't have returned. And there's nothing that says that once once, uh, the tribulation comes, that Jesus isn't going to be available. The Holy Spirit will still be available to us if you believe if you're a mid-tribber, now pre-tribbers believe we're going to be gone. So out of the picture. Um, so it won't, be a, it won't be even, it'll be a moot point, right? But if you're a mid-tribber, 
then I believe that you'll still be able to call on the name of the Lord and he'll walk you through each and every situation, just like he did the Israelites. Because if you look at um, Revelation and even it speaks about it, how that it's very, even like the plagues uh, are very similar to the trumpets and the seals and um, the bowls. So I think just as uh, God saw the Israelites through and he was with them through the whole entire process, some things touched the Israelites are the Egyptians that didn't touch the Israelites. I think it'll be the same. I don't think, but we're not to worry. The word is true. You're never to worry and never to be fearful because those things lead to sin and they lead you to compromise. So just because you're walking through tribulation doesn't mean that uh, Jesus isn't there and he will not bring, uh, and the Holy Spirit will definitely bring you comfort, but you'll still be able to be able to call on him and he'll be there bringing you peace and, and, and seeing you through the situation. Amen. All right. Next question. In Leviticus one explains the burnt offering in verse 13 as a sweet aroma to the Lord. Burnt animals do not smell good. Is the Lord referring to the act of obedience that smells good? We're going to look at scripture right now. Leviticus one thirteen says, but he shall wash the entrails and the legs with water. Then the priest shall bring it all and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord. If you look at the study Bible on what that says, um, it says that aroma pleasing to the Lord, this is what it specifically says. It says the Old Testament sacrifices foreshadowed Christ, who was a freight, who was a fragrant offering. If you look at it, it, it uses Ephesians 5.2 and Philippians 4.18 as references, all right? So the aroma pleasing to the Lord is the foreshadowing of Christ, who was a fragrant offering, okay? Ephesians 5.2 says, a walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Philippians 14 says, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received um, from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, uh, sacrifice while pleasing to God. It's actually all about Jesus. At the end of the day, that sweet-smelling aroma is a foreshadowing of Christ, and it's got nothing to do really with um, obedience. It has nothing to do with a, a, a burnt smell and it's smelling good to, to God. It's all about the sacrifice and the offering that Jesus provided for each and every one of us. And that is what is a sweet aroma to, to God. Let's go to the next question. In Jeremiah 24, who did the baskets of figs go to? Okay, if you look up Jeremiah 24... I didn't see any figs talked about. Um, oh, excuse me. I did. The, I did see that figs were talked about. I was reading this wrong. So the figs weren't figs. That's what I, that's what I wrote. And that's not what I said to you. So the figs weren't figs. They symbolize the people of Judah. Okay. So the figs were symbolic of the people of Judah and the Israelite people are, or so the, Jude, uh, the tribe of Judah are 
from the whole group of people of Israel. They were Israelites. So um, we just talked about this, uh, I think, two podcasts ago when um, it talks about in, in, in heaven there are 24 elders, 12 are, from, 12 are the disciples, and 12 are the 12 tribes of Israel. So when Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, um, he had sons. Judah was one of the sons. So Judah is a part of, would be part of the Israelite people. So they're one of the clans of the people of Israel. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's all that that's talking about is figs aren't figs. They're just representations of the tribe of Judah. All right, next question. 1 Timothy 12, 13 through 14 says, when we confess our sins before God, do we have to confess before men also? So this is where I got confused because this is where I said there is no. Okay, so in 1 Timothy 12, 13 through 14, there is nothing that talks about confessing anything. But let's look at 12, James 5, 16, okay? Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effective, effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Okay. If you're, um, I'm going to read you another one, but we're going to talk about James really quick. So if you're needing healing, there's references this, to this in the Bible. When you're needing healing, one of the things uh, one of one of the things you need to do is evaluate yourself, and if you harbor anything or ill will, or grievance or unforgiveness to anyone in your life, and because that can keep you from receiving your healing, so it's clearly uh, I think it's in Mark twenty four, but I might be wrong about that. In Mark, uh, it talks about how being you know praying for healing, and then the next scripture right underneath that references um, seeking forgiveness or forgiving others that have, that have um, grieved you or sinned against you or caused ill towards you or whatever the case may be. I've heard stories of people who are needing healing in their body. They held and harbored unforgiveness towards somebody. And the Lord specifically said to them, if you want healing, you need to... Call that person and you need to fix this. You need to make amends, ask for forgiveness or forgive them. One of the two, whichever, whichever way it went. And I'm thinking of one in particular where they had cancer and they were like, it was, they were not going to live. And the Lord specifically told them, you hold unforgiveness towards this person. You need to contact them. You need to forgive them and you need to fix it. They literally called like within 24 hours rectified that and fixed that, and healing began in their body immediately. But I've heard stories of people doing that as well, and then they did receive their healing because forgiveness, it's not an option. It is clear in the word that it is, it is mandatory. You cannot hold any unforgiveness to anyone. In so much you forgive, you are forgiven. All of us have a lot to be forgiven of. So you can't hold anything against anybody. You need to forgive those who have done something to you, whether it was on purpose or it was on accident, whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter. Forgiveness needs to be provided to everyone. That's why I say, to, say all the time, everybody is redeemable. And that's one of the things I think my husband has taught me greatly. Uh, forgiveness 
is not an option and everybody is redeemable and you should want them to be redeemed. I used to be like, I'll forgive, but redeeming, nah, and not happening. And that's not true forgiveness in some cases. And that's one of the things that I, I had to evaluate myself. If, if, if you're truly forgiving someone, why wouldn't you want to redeem them? Unless you haven't really truly forgiven them. Because if you've forgiven them, that doesn't mean you love them. That doesn't mean you like them. You, can, you have to love in Christ. That doesn't mean you're, like, you're in love with them. Like you want to spend every moment with them. But you love them in Christ. And if you truly love someone in Christ, then you would really want them to be redeemed. And that's, that was a, a thing that I had to sit there and really look at myself and go, I don't think you really do forgive to the level in which you think you do. Maybe you don't forgive completely. Forgiveness is like a lie. Either it's a lie or it's the truth. There's no white lie. There's no good lie. That's a bad lie. That's a good lie because I, I lied to spare their feelings. No, a lie is a lie is a lie. And that's how forgiveness is. Either you've forgiven somebody or you've not forgiven them. There's no in between. And so that's where you have to. Re- so for me, for James, that's where I really think it's talking about. Confessing your trespasses to one another. And that would be a sinning against one another, but forgiving one another, right? Pray for one another that you may be healed. So that's where I think it really pertains to. I don't think you're, you have, in order to be healed, that you have to go and bleh, vomit all of your sins that you've done so somebody knows all of your sins. I don't think that that's really what it's all about. I think once you've been forgiven, it is as far as the East is to the West, as far as Jesus is concerned, but if there is something that you've done against someone that needs to be forgiven of, then you need to fix that. And then if there's something that, that you want to, to make clean and clear so that you forgive them, then I think you need to do that too. Now, For, go ask, ahead. Um, when you forgive someone, does it mean you have to restore any relationship that was or wasn't there before, right? You can still have boundaries. You can still... Absolutely have boundaries. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like some people have really bad experiences. Like I'll, I'll, if, if you have, like, like let's say, if you have a family member who is volatile, who is abusive, who's just not a good person, mm-hmm. that wouldn't even be healthy for your kids to be around, right? right? What I would say is what you need to do is forgive them. If Forgive them and just understand that's how they are. That's how they're going to be. But that doesn't mean that you restore them in a manner in which they can keep abusing you. That's not what you do. But you have to forgive them and just like, like Jesus, like if someone lives like that, if they ask for forgiveness and they change their ways, what happens? They're fully restored and they're redeemed, right? And they go to heaven. Jesus doesn't keep them out of heaven. He welcomes them in. But Jesus even says, because he's the judge, Jesus even says, like, I love you, but your behavior is, is, not, going, is not acceptable and you won't enter into heaven living like that, right? Yeah. He doesn't restore you so that you, unless you truly ask for forgiveness, if somebody asks for forgiveness, they truly mean it, their lifestyle will completely change, Correct. They'll do a 180-degree turn the other direction. Yeah. They will fully change. Then there wouldn't you would be so overjoyed and so happy about that. You would want to restore them. You would want to redeem them. 
But what happens is a lot of times people say, will you forgive me? You say, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive you. And then they keep on with the same lifestyle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's where you say, yes, I forgive you. But what happens is, is now we have to have boundaries because your forgiveness and my idea of forgiveness are two different things. Yeah. Your forgiveness is forgive me of my past and my future is going to still stay the same way, but I want you to just forgive me of my past. I can do that, but I'm not going to move on in the future with you, so I have to forgive you for the futures, Yeah. right? Unless they truly change. And then oftentimes, let's, th- let's think about this. How many of us, how many of us watched, have ever watched a movie where somebody throughout the whole entire movie is the villain, they're the jerk, they're the turd, right? Mm-hmm. And at the very end, a turn of events, and they totally change, mm-hmm. and they're a whole different person. And then how many of us watched that movie and were like, I like that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get on board with that person. I am so excited, and I'm so overjoyed. I am so happy. I could be that guy's friend. Yeah. How many of us feel like that? We all do. Because truly, innately, we do fight for the underdog. We do want people to come around and be good and righteous and clean and pure. Mm-hmm. That's what we really want. Mm-hmm. We want everyone to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Most will not, though. Mm-hmm. So we usually do restore people if we see a true change. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Otherwise, movies wouldn't be successful with it. We wouldn't, like, how many people watch soap operas? How often do we see it in soap operas? Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest things in soap operas is the villain, then they turn nice, mm-hmm. and everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did watch them when I was younger. Way younger, high school. Yeah. But that's because innately, that's what we want. Mm-hmm. But we don't, if the person's not going to change... We forgive them, Mm -hmm. truly forgive them and hope that you can redeem them. Mm -hmm. But you have to be, you have to walk in forgiveness. That is not an option. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is not an option. You can make every excuse in the world while you feel invalidate not forgiving somebody. At the end of the day, God's not going to care because the word is the word. The truth is the truth. And the the expectation is the expectation. And you better meet it. Because it's, it's not going to be any special exceptions. You know what? Your story is a little different. I totally understand. We're going to make an exception to the rule. Yours, you know what? Your situation is so different than everybody else's that we're going to make an exception. No, it's not going to happen. The word is the word. The truth is the truth. And the expectation is the expectation. You better fulfill it. It's not an option. If I have to do it, you have to do it. If Heather has to do it, I have to do it. If all of those girls over there have to do it, I have to do it. It's just the way it goes, period. Mm-hmm. There's, but the great thing with that is if everybody's on the same playing field, then there's no excuse we can all meet the standard because we all have the same standard. We all are, are on the same playing field. First John 1, 9, we're going to get to this and then I'm going to close out. First John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Like I said, I don't think for one second that you have to go to, to a group of people and confess all of your sins to them unless it's something that you've done against them and the Lord is requiring you to do it. I think if once you've said the sinner's prayer and you've asked him to be your Lord and Savior and you've um, said, please forgive me of all my sins, that as far as the east is the west, God does not remember it. Jesus, when you go to be judged, will not recall it. It's gone. Who can see as far as the east is to the west? Not a one of us. They can't even. But I'm telling you, if you've done something to someone, like there's people who are, um, there are people who have family members who have literally legitimately stolen from them because they have an addiction, because they're um, an impulsive spender, whatever the case may be. 
Listen, if that's what's happened to you, then what you do is you forgive them and know the word says that whatever is stolen from me, I get seven times back. Okay, God, you're restoring my finances. So I'm forgiving them, but I'm not going to allow them in my home again to steal from me. But I will forgive them. I will love them as you love them. I will not be a doormat. And then when they come to forgive me, guess what I'm going to do? I will forgive them. You have already forgiven them. Once they ask for forgiveness, you forgive them. You should forgive them before that. When they come and ask for forgiveness, you forgive them. And as they change their lifestyle, you restore them. If it's somebody who's a gossip, you forgive them for their gossip. But what you don't do is open the door up to all of your secrets and all of your life to them all over again so they can do the whole thing all over again to you. You don't do that. You love them in the way that Christ loves them. You forgive them, but you, but you don't avail yourself to them so that they repeat the same pattern. That's not what you... Forgiveness doesn't mean, oh, let me let you do it to me again. No, forgiveness means... I forgive that you did that to me. We're not going to remember it. We're not going to talk about it. It's a done deal. It's, 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 fin- it's finished, just like Jesus does with us. It's a done deal. It's finished. And then if things change, then you restore. I don't, Like if somebody's a liar, I can't stand lying. Cannot stand it. I can't tell, stand people when they exaggerate the truth. If you want me not to be your friend, be a liar and exaggerate the truth. Because I won't trust a daggum word you say. And again, a foundation for any relationship and any friendship is what? Trust. That's it. If you don't have trust, you got nothing. So if somebody lies to me, absolutely forgive them. But do I believe a daggum word they say? Nope, I surely do not. When my kids lied to me growing up, guess what happened? Took me a long flipping time for me to believe what they had to say. I questioned everything. But then... Once they learned to to be an honest person, I restore them, and now I believe everything they say. That's how it works. Did I forgive them? Absolutely, I forgive them. That's what I would want somebody to do for me. Um, So do you guys have any other ideas for that? I have anything to say? No. You're good? Thank you. All righty, Rue. Let's close out. Let's say the sinner's prayer. If you do not know Jesus today, and you need, I'm just, I'm just, like, I just think, like, what would life be like? I've, I, I mean, I've known it before, but the world wasn't crazy like it is now. I mean, I made it crazy, but now the world is crazy. And then on top of if you make it crazy, holy crap. Like, then you can pile on. Like, at least I only piled on to when things weren't that bad. Now it's a hot mess and you're piling on. But I really, I do not know what life would be like without him. And that, that life has been so far uh, removed from me that I think back and I go, who the heck was that person? She was a crazy chick. I was a crazy chick. But through God, he made all things new. And the life that I live, I seriously, I seriously cannot sometimes believe that I get to live the life that I live in spite of all the things that I've done. But you know what? That's where Jesus is a great restorer. And so much, he who is faithful with a little will be faithful with much. If you don't know him today and you need to know him, you do need to know him. If you want a life that you've never experienced before, or maybe you're like me, you walked away and you knew a good life, but you just think maybe you're too far gone. No one is too far gone. 
no one is too far gone. And if you come to him and you start being faithful in the little things, you will be shocked and amazed at how far God will take you. And he will restore you. And like the relationships that you think are far gone, they're not far gone. He can fix them. If it's financially, you're like, I am so like, there's the bottom of the barrel and you're under the barrel. Okay. I know that feeling. Okay. And I'm just telling you, he'll take you above the barrel and way above that. More than your mind can conceive. And then there's just sometimes uh, it's not even um, it's not even relationships and it's not even finances. Sometimes it's just you not liking you because you don't think you ever measure up. But with God, I'm just telling you, he will show you who you are in him. He will like before you were born, before you were even formed in the womb, he knew you. Like he purposed you and you have, everybody has a gift, a talent and a calling, every single person. And all he wants to do is help you to fulfill that. And he'll show you who you truly are in him. And then instead of feeling this big, you're going to have a hard time holding your head up. You'll have a hard time not holding your head up high just because you know who you are. If you need that today, say the sinner's prayer with me and start your new life because it is greater than your mind can imagine. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you now. I thank you for what you die for dying on the cross. I thank you for shedding your blood for my sin. I thank you for the stripes on your back that you bore for my healing. I thank you that from this moment on, I can live an abundant life that far exceeds my wildest imagination. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I thank you for what you did on that cross. From this moment on, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll not do what you tell me not to do. And I will walk out the calling that you have for me. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, let us know. We want to pray with you. We'll help you. We'll even get you a good Bible. Okay? If you need that, we can, if you don't live in the area, we'll um, tell you that hopefully there's a good church in and around you. We can do that. Otherwise, just watch Foundation Church. Make that your home, but get plugged in. Even if it's with us, get plugged in because it says we're to win the lost and disciple believers, and you need to be discipled so that you can stick to the decision you made. Thank you so much for joining us today. Plan to see you on Friday. It's going to be a great day. Next week, it's Thanksgiving week. There is no podcast. I know you're going to die without it, but you shall live because we'll be back the following week. Next week, though, no podcast, no TLP, no whole potline. We're all going to take a break and be um, with our families. I love you. See you Friday. That's it. Real talk.